bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Quarantine Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus, like we're talking about reality TV. And if it is a reality show, it's gotten fucking boring and it's turning me insane. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. The show, we're it's done. Over. The show's we're, done. We're done. Yeah. We've, we're hanging up on coronavirus. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. I'm, I'm insane. This show is late. So if you thought about sending us a message, we don't need your notes, babe. <laughs> what happens when you're fighting mental intense mental illness <laughs> is that you you turn things in late you spend the day crying mammy cannot breathe we put thir- <laughs> 13 different nostril sprays in there to try to get her but it's just like the tears the corona tears they're they're t- more toxic than regular tears <sighs> they are more toxic than <laughs> regular tears and they they make you so much more congested you know well we had a little crying jag prior to filming this and it is the middle of the night and i wish we got a lot of gifts from our from some patreon um subscribers but we unfortunately opened them yesterday so they didn't get to cheer us up today when we were sad so what we've been having to do and this is how grotesque we are because the patreon was also late everyone who might have been thinking should i sign up for that this week (laughs) well that was late too um we had to listen to part of our own Patreon because <laughs> Julie sang, sang a song on the Patreon about virtual happy hours. <laughs> and it, and I was like, one moment I was crying, I was like, I need to hear that song again. So um, let's play. We want to play, play it for you guys. So you, we had to literally pull up our own shit. I had to hear, she probably, you know why she could, she couldn't sing it for me live because she couldn't remember it, quite frankly. Uh uh-uh. uh. So I was like, well, find it on the Patreon and then and then I'll be able to, I'll find the inner strength to do the podcast. So but first, I'm going to play the very beginning. Of OK, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, because that had a special moment, too. So you guys it. can hear it's the it's actually the two dollar. We do one podcast for one dollar or you could pay two dollars and then you get two podcasts or both an hour. But this this uh, one that we put up late and put up yesterday was for the two dollar um, subscribers. Right. OK, I've pressed record I found your grocery list (laughs) (laughs) for people's couch watching our Patreon yeah and we are back we're back in the race we're hilarious okay baby powder (laughs) flossies this is true go ahead I'm not ashamed cat food (laughs) vagina wash now you already, you already bought me, you already bought me vagina wash. Those things you were didn't true. Get, go ahead and get some for yourself. 
<laughs> you didn't get some for yourself? Nope. I, I feel terrible. My vagina's sparkling clean. Do you have any left? Mine's a filthy mess. <laughs> and then we go to the song. <laughs> when we know a piano doesn't go with it. I don't need no I can drink by myself. I don't need no I can drink by myself. Now, come on over to myself. I'm with me. I can hang out with myself. I am one with me. I don't have any friends. I don't have any friends. I don't have any but I can drink <laughs> by myself <laughs> if the drinks are pills. Come on, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> we drink all the alcohol no. in the entire city. All uh. to have this happy hour. Nobody's happy. 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 But we've got the hour. We've got the hour. This is good. We've got the hour. This is a fucking hit. And I rarely say that unless I'm involved. This is genius at work Nobody's happy, but we got the hour. I took a turn. And scene. Oh, I like it. I love it. That was actually one of many songs that you did. Um, But... We made more of a ballad called No Leads. <laughs> and um, I couldn't, I definitely, that was going to actually make me start crying again. The No Leads ended up being a little too close to Homey Home. So. Right. Oh, I can't wait to start working on that particular ballad in full. <laughs> so as I could sit here and go and lament over yeah. the No Leads no in my leads. life. It's really like an, an 80s Wall Street. I've got no leads. Um, yeah, man, I got no leads. You know what I mean? The market's crashing, you know? Well, I'm so happy that we got our gifts from our Patreon listeners, and I'm sorry that the, this podcast is late, that one was late, and that the highs are high and the lows are low, and what we want to do is just get high so so we can stay high. But, you know, you, sometimes you got to come down, and we late, bitch. We late. We late for the second or third or fifth week. In our, I don't even know. I don't even know. But um, our sexy newlywed Jennifer... Kalanya, formerly uh-huh. Warhoftig. Yeah. She is a sexy newlywed. She is just like, she should go on bluechew.com and get those blue chews so her and her her new man, her new husband can bone down every night. Because you know, they're in the newlywed phase. They're in the newlywed phase, meow meow. So he probably could make his own blue chews. He doesn't even need own a blue air. Jennifer's like, he don't need a blue chew. Honey. <laughs> yeah, he, doesn't, he definitely doesn't need a blue chew. So. She crafted us one-of-a-kind coasters mm. with pills. Yes. There's like little colorful rainbow pills inside these clear coasters. And she said when she saw the happy pills, she knew exactly. And you know where they are, Jennifer? Jen? Jenny, if I may? They're in the fucking drug den where they belong. <laughs> okay? They're so cute. They're so cute. Pills can be adorable. They can. They're adorable and they are happy. We've been loving the opioid epidemic recently. Yeah. We've been really, we're into it. What a delight. It's a delight. <laughs> now you end, up, you end up on a limited supply source. Right. Which we run through quite quickly. And be prepared to not poo. <laughs> so, For a Jen, while. Mrs. Kalanya. 
fucking they're right next to the JMB you made us too because we have those in the drug den and we just have a lot of your crafts and you're an angel and we love you and we and we hope you're having a good old time riding that dick every night Jennifer okay and your honeymoon phase Kate Vogel our daughter she's our daughter she lives on a chicken farm and she's she's holding a chicken and she is just ugh I could just bite her cheeks she's so cute (laughs) so she sent us an Easter egg dying kit yeah because another pointless thing that we force people to know on the Patreon is that we eat hard-boiled <laughs> eggs morning, noon, and night, uh-huh. and that Meow Meow makes them fresh for me. Right. And they're hot. We have been... Uh, We've been misusing hard-boiled eggs yes, our whole lives. thank you. Misusing hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. They should be eaten hot. Oh, my God. Like, all eggs should be. Yeah. So... She sent us so we can dye all perfectly rainbow colors like my nails. And thank you, Kate. Thank you, honey. Mommy loves you. Mamas love you. Mamas (laughs) love you. Mommies, thank you for the gift. Now, Devin Verana, our erotic third. And that's how you were born. Exactly. (laughs) Devin loves you too, Kate. Our erotic third sent us a care package with my favorite food, which is what? Meow, meow. Oh, Coca-Cola. That's right. Coca-Cola. Devon fucking 24 pack. I mean, a 24 pack. Amazing. It's the perfect food. If I had to have one fucking food on a desert island, it's that. And then some people right now are going, it's not a food. And then to that, I say, again, I don't need your notes, babe. It's a food to me. (laughs) Well, you digest it. True. She did also send peanut M&Ms, which we both love. All the candy was Skittles. And then she sent your favorite sour gummy worms. Right. Sour gummy worms. Now, these were special. They were like little. They're like little grubs. They're delish. Oh, my God. Devin, they're good. And by the way, this bitch. Leave it to Devin Braun. It always come through. Sent sent six cans of pie filling because another useless maybe no one should join the patreon at this point um because unless you want to hear about us eating hard-boiled eggs washing our pussies and then watching paula dean put six different kinds of cheese and and fruit into a pea salad she sent us six cans of pie filling so that meow meow can make the homemade paula dean quarantine hand pies Which we're going to do because we're going to go get down and get some like muffin, Pillsbury muffin tin right. things and then just roll them up. And then fork, 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 close, close, <laughs> close, close. And, and then it's a, ho- a hostess apple pie. Oh, that's right. So thank you, Devin. Um, we really appreciate that. And it was nice. I don't know. We just felt loved and appreciated. And then we cried. And then we ate gummy room worms while we cried. <laughs> So Don Seleski from Wisconsin sent us a picture postcard for our Drug Den Bulletin Board. She sent it on post snaps. We love getting postcards. The Drug Den Bulletin Board. It's our Drug Den, a.k.a. our podcast studio. Right. We've been using it a lot for both. <laughs> and she's wearing the I Don't Need Your Notes, Babe shirt in the picture. Is she the first person who's ever sent us a picture in the shirt? Like, I kind of love that. The, po- oh. the postcard is so cute, Dawn. And um, it's perfect because um, I want <laughs> William Lehman to know we had one left in his size and he just ordered one. So he's going to be getting that. But we were out of all the other sizes. So we ordered more of small, mediums, large, extra large, 2XL and 3XL of I don't need your notes, babe. And there was someone in Portland who ordered a medium so it is coming we're supposed to be getting the shipment of shirts like what like on the 15th or something something like that so 
hang tight. If you want a refund, let me know. Otherwise, you'll be waiting and getting your quarantine cat hair shirt. Actually, I'm now leaning with my my hair and dumplings hair. Oh, right. Like your hair will be on it. Uh, it'll be on William's shirt because right. it's, it's on the chair behind me and I'm just laying on it. Yeah. I'm pretty gross right now, William. So um, <laughs> congratulations, honey. And if you want your very own shirt, go to www.julianbrandy.com. Click the shop page and our t-shirts will come up. Now, I Don't Need Your Notes, Babe is the only shirt that we sell in 2XL and 3XL currently. But everything else awaits you. Now it's time to say goodbye to oh, no. our quarantine segment, Coronavirus Live. Where Italy at? USA at? Canada, China, we don't play that. Just that Corona clap. Just that Corona clap. I said I'm trying to stay safe, won't it please believe But that corona make it hard for a player to breathe Don't wash your hands, you might catch your water Then you stop Right now them tickets to Jamaica only 15 bucks I'm trying to quarantine myself, I'm staying inside The NBA canceled on me, man, I'm feeling deprived I'm out of toilet paper, but they ain't got none in the store Man, that corona wild, you can't wipe your butt no more And ain't no more school for students, it's just classes online This shit ain't about to have a graduation on FaceTime Man, they trying to cancel God. I can't go in the church. Got hand sanitizer on deck. And I'm selling squirts. My concert's getting canceled. Man, I'm really so droll. But if you start coughing around me, I'm walking clean out the door. I'm telling all my people, stay home. It's really that real. Don't play with that coronavirus, man. Cool out and just chill. Where France at? Where Spain at? Africa, Philippines, we don't play that. Just that corona clap. Just that corona clap. Where Japan at? Where Brazil at? Mexico, let them know we don't feel that. It's that Corona clap. It's that Corona clap. Attention. All right, so if you've been listening to this podcast during the time of ShitVid19, then you know that we tabled our usual segment called Eye of the Shitstorm to give you our weekly recap of America's favorite White House press conference comedy, otherwise known as Coronavirus Live, the show which starred well-known stand-up comedian and president of the United States, Donald Trump, aired every single day during the pandemic until last week when Trump wondered out loud if possibly using disinfectant on the inside of the body might work to kill the virus. And that's when the show officially jumped the shark. Maybe that's why I was crying. Maybe. <laughs> we know that all good things must come to an end, but it's been really hard to say goodbye to Coronavirus Live. Yeah. It was the only show on the news without a fucking body count, and it was legitimately funny because Trump is such a fucking rube. Now, the only thing they're showing on the news is shelter-in-place protesters, Joe Biden's fake assault bullshit, and the <laughs> webcam panel discussions about vaccines and herd immunity. And don't forget the mind-numbing, relentless speculation about what will happen when each state reopens and the mind-numbing, relentless speculation about what's going to happen when the states have already opened without permission. And of course, the mind-numbing, relentless fear-mongering about the virus. Relentless. Oh my relentless. God. And I'm so fucking over it, you guys. Coronavirus is about to turn me Republican. And I am really, <laughs> really, really sorry. Really sorry. I said, I had to apologize to Mammy earlier today. I said, fucking, this shit's about to turn me Republican. And I'm sorry. And she's like, mm, I think it might be fun. Was that what you said? You were just, yeah, you were well, just, I think it's funny. Yeah, you were just very supportive. I well, can't fucking I get take it. it. 
I can't fucking take it. I'm truly, I'm truly, truly, truly sorry for anyone who has lost a loved one. And people have, and it's real, and I'm sorry. I know many of you probably disagree with me, and that's okay. There are over a million cases of coronavirus in America, and only 7% resulted in death. But if having all of us stay at home and go into debt and obliterating the economy for years to come and then handing over the bag of trash for Joe Biden to clean up in November was worth it in order to save, let's say, 7% more people, then I'm here for it. But you know what? The government should have mandated a rent and mortgage freeze across the board. And they didn't. Georgia threw a big fuck you to Trump and refused to let their residents sink further and further into debt. California's Governor Gavin Newsom probably would have kept us in lockdown until 2022 because, as we know, California has cornered the market on judgy liberals whose favorite pastime is recreational outrage and political correctness. But now he's announced that we're going to begin phase one of reopening on Friday. And I'm so glad. Oh, my God. I know. Me too. And the majority of the states are easing off their restrictions, too. Pretty much all of them except... Nevada, Michigan, Puerto Rico, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Delaware, Maryland, D.C., North Carolina. These states are still in full quarantine. There are plenty of websites listing the types of businesses that are reopening in each state and what date it's all happening. So look up your own state if you want to know the specifics um, about when you can finally get your name. Hair did. I can't wait. I'm getting my hair did and he's coming to my <laughs> fucking house. Yeah. yeah, you could also do the alternative and like track down your hair person and ask. i mean i tried i've tried to pressure so many people like yeah like let's meet on the street uh-huh. and you can come on by and we can do what we need to do but people are like no no so even though they canceled coronavirus live corona is still happening and they needed something to fill its time slot so last week a new press secretary was hired now again Nothing can ever replace the seething rage and insult comedy of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> Hang up. Shut up. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean. What? Next question. What? But she's actually been gone for a while. Yeah. And so we had already we had already done did our morning for her. Her fucking lazy eye. Her crazy eyeshadow. I, don't, I mean, can you imagine if she was there right now? I'd be like, I don't know why you're asking that question again. Every time you ask the same goddamn question. Yeah, yes. Oh, my God. Go fire yourself and hire someone <laughs> new. Who isn't you? Next. Next question. Here's another. Here's a new question. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, exactly. So they hired this new bitch. And so what, ma'am? Meow, meow. Her name's like fucking... Chelsea Peretti. That's her name. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Her name is Kaylee McEnany. This bitch, we've probably seen her on Fox or whatever. She. I had never seen her on Fox. Oh, you had it? No, had you? Yes, many, many. Did she have? Did she have her own show? No, no. She was always like a talking head because she worked for the Trump campaign. So she would go on. You mean in 2016? You saw her or all the time? She's still been on. Yeah, since from 2016 till now. But that's not the campaign. That's his administration right well she worked on the campaign okay but then they'd have her back because she's a huge trump supporter (sighs) now this bitch to look at her this fox news you know blonde spray tan looks i think she looks like donald trump now yeah that's a weird one there she's attractive when she's got the hair extensions in and i don't mean she she does a classy extension where it's the same length as her hair because Uh. there's there's two reasons people do extensions, my man. Yeah. 
some people wear extensions because they want to improve their length. They want to appear to have longer hair. Right. But some people wear them the same length as the hair that they already have because they need their three strands of hair to look like more strands of hair. hair. Right. And she really needs that because the peroxide use on good old Kaylee's hair. uh uh mm -hmm, uh It's very... It burns it out. It burns it out. Right. And, And it is... It can be very flat to her head. I prefer it with the extensions in and a lot of body. And I think it really, really makes her look a lot prettier. Totally. Totally. Yeah, you know? So I think people who work for Trump end up looking like Trump. And she <laughs> completely does. Like, she's turning orange. Uh, her hair looked like a comb over. Like, there's just something about them. They oh, all end up looking like him. The time where you said she looked like him, that was when she didn't have the extensions in. They had shellacked the three strands of oh hair down. God. So it didn't blow in the D.C. breeze. Right. And I was like. She went to Georgetown University. And then she worked for Mike Huckabee. She went to University of Miami Law School. Then she went to Harvard Law School. And she even studied at Oxford. Can you even believe? So anyway, so she's, you know. She's got the pedigree. She's got the pedigree. She does not have the chutzpah and the charm and the pizzazz of Sarah hang up Huckabee Sanders. No, she does not. She's reading from her three ring binder. She's very prepared. She's very articulate. I think. She is articulate. She's nice. She's a, she's nice to watch. I don't like her reading. I like Sarah Huckabee Sanders never yeah, reading. Yeah. I think she, since since this chick worked for Mike Huckabee. Yeah. She must have worked under Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, and learned right. from her. But now I think that that she's going out there not because she can't memorize the facts. I think she's going out there in order to be very, very concise with doing and saying exactly what he wants. Right. She's trying to really make him happy. She knows I make him happy. And also probably try extremely hard to... Get as close to the truth as she can while saying right. exactly what he wants. Right. Because Sarah, Sarah Huckabee got into real, real, you know, aggressive, angry paraphrasing. Right. And the lies right. happen. The lies right. happen. I'll say whatever I want. If it's true or not. And it's the truth. That's right. So I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm telling you what my what the truth is about what i want to tell you yeah it's, it's no it's no coronavirus live so i don't know how, <laughs> no. how much coverage we're going to be doing of it no. i found it somewhat informative today because she can keep on topic and keep on yes. task more yes. than trump who's veering off oh, fucking telling how what governors love him and stuff it's just like answer the question yeah and she had her segments and when they were like, um, so with Wuhan, and you saw her slowly like nodding, and then she'll look down and lick her thumb, lick the paper. <laughs> Wuhan. Wuhan. Here's That's here under right. W. Here yep. Okay. So we're going to play you guys a co- few clips just to give you a little taste of Kaylee, Kelsey, whatever her name is. Uh-huh. We don't know how often we're going to do it, but we needed to, we needed to transition from Coronavirus Live. And if it be, if it stays interesting. Uh, right. Then, yes. then maybe we'll continue on. Right. Listen, maybe it will be like, you know, how different strokes was born out of whatever, all in the family or whatever. It'll be like that. And then silver know? spoons. And silver spoons. Right. right. But I know that, like I said earlier, there's no motherfucking news. The news is all the same. The news is all Corona. I'm not going to sit here and report on Corona. So this <laughs> at least is her talking about. Not discussing the virus. You know what no, I mean? It's not, we She's did, discussing we, the news around the virus, right. which is more newsy and interesting. So 
during Corona, Corona is what news is, then we're going to have to find something, you know, since Coronavirus Live isn't on and our comedy is not on. This first clip was Kristen Welker. You guys all know who she is. I'm sure if you watch the news. She doesn't bring the comedy like she did the other day. However, she did lose a little bit of credibility. And I know everyone's sick of me being hard on these reporters, but they are on up under my last motherfucking nerve. They are on my nerves. And they still are. They still are. So here's a clip of her asking about the lab in Wuhan. Thank you, Kaylee, and welcome to the podium as well. And Uh, welcome to the podium. Confidence that the coronavirus originated in a lab in Wuhan, China, and yet his own intelligence agencies say they're still investigating. So, uh, does the president have information, and has he drawn a conclusion that the intelligence community has not yet? Well, the president's statement is consistent with the other intelligence assessments. While we continue to have very limited and dubious data from China, current assessments indicated that President Trump's statement is consistent with what some analysts believe is the epicenter of where the virus began. And I would note that intelligence statement you're referring to really made two points. One, that this virus originated in China. Uh, Two, that it began through contact with infected animals or was the result of an accident at a laboratory in Wuhan. Uh, So I consider that consistent with what the president said, that he's seen intelligence suggesting it could be in the Wuhan laboratory. It seemed to lean into the idea that this started in a laboratory, whereas the statement that we saw from the DNI said, we're still investigating those two options that you just laid out. Is the president in any way uh, creating mixed messaging by not saying, we're still investigating? No, you know, let me remind everyone, intelligence is just an estimate, essentially, and it's up to policymakers to decide what to do with that intelligence. This, in this case, the policymaker is the president of the United States, and he'll make that decision at the right time. Okay. I think why the reporters bother me, and I just have to say, to you guys because I know everyone's literally turning the podcast off right now like we can't with this bitch she's annoying anyway she's annoying enough I just wish that they'd say what they want to say Uh we don't need a passive aggressive question if you have an opinion on what the president is doing then state your opinion Kristen which is clearly that either you disagree that he's saying it came from a lab in Wuhan or that he's sending mixed messages but I don't think you need to ask if he's sending mixed messages. <laughs> I think we, you clearly think that he is. Okay? So state what your problem with him is. State your opinion. And then ask a real question. Like, have investigations been done in the lab in Wuhan, China? Yeah, yep. No. Yes or no. Yes or no. Okay. Um... Have you investigated other areas? Have you investigated the wet markets? Have you actually done actual experiments on those bats to see if they're carrying COVID-19? Why is he leaning into the lab in Wuhan? Does he have information that we don't have? Is there is there a specific reason that we're pretending this still came from a wet market? Is this something that's classified? Are you using this as a tactic to affect the trade with China? Ask a fucking direct question. I'm not on Trump's side. Trump's a fu- and he's a fucking douche. And I wish they would say... Hey, Kaylee, welcome to the podium. We're so happy. (laughs) Why is the president such a douche? So here is the worst clip that really just, I just can't. (laughs) 
you so much, Haley. Welcome. Um, since it's been more than 100 days since the press secretary stood up there, I um, wanted to get a better sense of what your plan is. Are you planning to do these you know, on a daily basis at this point? And also, um, will you pledge never to lie to us for that? Oh. I will never lie to you. You have my word on that. As to the timing of the briefings, um, we do oh. plan to do them. Um, I will announce timing of that forthcoming, but we do plan to continue these. Will you promise to never lie to us? <laughs> Who asks that? I, oh, it's so embarrassing. That literally is the dumbest question I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> so embarrassing. And then she had to be like, I promise I will never lie to you guys. Okay. Which is, and then next week, you pledged never to lie. And yeah. you said this. Right. Like, is this what we're going to do? Obviously. All she's going to do is lie. Yeah. That's what do the you, entire administration uh, does nothing just, but lie. <laughs> she has the hardest job that she deserves to have because she's a fucking pandering Jesus dick sucking tool. <laughs> Fine. With a fucking bump in her hair that I require. She's having to go out there and justify his all day nonstop lying. Right. That's what he does all day long. Right. All day long. All day long. All day long. Okay, bigly. Yeah. What I'm going to do is not answer any of your questions. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm giving you the information that the president has given to me. That information comes from the president and the president is telling you exactly what he wants. You know, so of course we're not going to lie to you. Yeah. So then this I just thought was interesting because the question that you even said you would like when I said ask a real question. Yeah. Someone does. And I actually found the information given quite enlightening. Thanks, Kaylee. Just following up on Kristen's question, China's blocking the World Health Organization from coming in and investigating how this started. Shouldn't external investigators be allowed into Wuhan She's to determine, to one, how the pandemic started, and two, maybe a way that we can expedite finding a cure for this thing? Look, you know, there's no secret that China stopped U.S. investigators from coming in. Um, it was of paramount importance that we got into China um, in an expedited fashion, and, and that didn't happen. Um, with respect to the World Health Organization, they have some questions of their own to answer. Uh, the United States, as the president has emphasized, provides about $400 million to $500 million per year to the WHO, compared to China at roughly $40 million a year. But yet the WHO appears to have a very clear China bias. I mean, you look at this timeline, and it's really really damning for the WHO when you consider the fact that on December 31st, you had uh, Taiwanese officials warning about human-to-human -human transmission. Uh, the WHO did not make that public. On January 9th, the WHO repeated China's claim that the virus, quote, does not transmit readily between people. That was quite apparently false. Uh, on January 14th, the WHO again repeated China's talking points about no human-to-human -human transmission. Uh, they praised China's leadership on the 22nd of January, on the 23rd. They said, and this is incredible, the pandemic didn't represent a public health emergency of international concern. And even on February 29th, you had the WHO saying that when the coronavirus was spreading around the world, uh, they they chose to put, put, excuse me, political correctness first by opposing life-saving travel restrictions. The travel restrictions this president put in place, the travel restrictions that Dr. Fauci praised as saving lives. And you have the World Health Organization opposing a measure that saved American lives. That's unacceptable, especially at a time when the U.S. was providing 400 to $500 million. We need to now, know. We, we have a fucking right to know if fucking China fucked up not even just fucked up because they have a nasty ass wet market and just like you said from the beginning you were like those need to be banned yeah that, that needs to be one of the leverage things are you're gonna pretend it's an accident and we're all just gonna wink wink and pretend it was an accident from a wet market guess what you get to do lose every <laughs> wet market you fucking animal <laughs> torturers exactly 
the government there completely and I do believe they covered up all their shit. They killed the doctor that worked in the hospital killed that him. was saying that killed he him. was like, oh my God, this is the coronavirus. He's completely dead. He's a young man. He would not have died. He was completely murdered. The government doesn't even allow China to have an internet that's outside of China. No. That government is fucking horrible. Horrible. And it's time for them to be taken down And they're not letting notch. us investigate it. I found that so interesting. Yeah. I felt it from the beginning that it was all just going to be like, we're going to pretend we're going to be frenemies right. so we can all do passive aggressive war and okay. Yep. And so, and use it as leverage for the trade agreements and, and all that stuff. But like, I'm fine with him leaning in and saying it came in a lab because yeah. either way it came from them and we need to start fucking some heads need to roll. We're not going <laughs> to fall for the goddamn banana in the tailpipe. Okay. China. <laughs> the thing I'm having though with her and all of them is just, I just don't believe her or them or any of this information. So I then think, okay, well, what did happen with the World Health Organization? And is China paying off the World Health Organization? Like, There's definitely why would some they... spin with the, with the World Health, Health Organization, for sure. I didn't even, I don't even care about that, actually. I more care that they will not let it be investigated, China. Right. I care about that. I mean, And I believe that to reason. be true, because that's in the t- intelligence. Yeah. Yes. Trump won't release his taxes for a reason. Trump won't let you see any of his documents for a reason. And there's a reason that someone doesn't want their lab investigated. Right. And it's because it's riddled with (laughs) COVID-19. That's right. So now we get to talk to someone else who can't leave their house because it's time for another quarantine kiki. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Let's have a kiki. Motherfucker. I'm going to let you have it. I want to have a kiki. Die, turn, work. Let's have a kiki. We are going to serve and work and turn and hunt, hunt, honey. Okay, so all 14 of our listeners probably know that once upon a legendary time, Brandy and I hosted the Vanderpump Rules After Show on Bravo. And I don't mean BravoTV.com, I mean regular Bravo on TV. It was a TV show on the real channel, also known as Bravo TV dot on the actual television slash not just on the internet dot com. That's true. However, Vanderpump Rules came on at like 8 p.m. and the after show came on 17 hours later at like three in the fucking morning. So basically, it didn't even matter that it was on TV because no one cared. We were still huge tools, but that's fine. Bravo lost our number like we're that weird housewives of D.C. couple that snuck into the White House. But that's fine, too, because you know what? Meow, meow. What? We still have Sheena. That's right. They can take everything from us, but they can't take Sheena. We're going to be drunk at our wedding. We're going to be drunk at our baby showers. And hopefully when we stop quarantining, we're going to be drunk at our pool in Palm Springs. So without further fucking ado, let's have a kiki with our favorite person from Vanderpump Rules, Sheena Shea. Hey, Shay. Hey. Hi. Hi, guys. I was so hard not to laugh over you that entire intro. That was so good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. I mean, you laugh oh away God. because... I can't wait for you to be at my pool in Palm Springs. It's so <laughs> hot right now. Are you there quarantining or are you here? Uh, yeah. No, I'm actually... I'm in San Diego today because Brock had to do a few things at his gym, but we're going back tonight. We've been there the whole time. We've just I'm had sorry, to take is, like a couple... Is, are you quarantining in sin with Brock, the hot guy from Australia you told us about? I am. Oh. I am. You guys freaking fucking made it and stayed together after you going to Australia? That was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, we're still together. Seven months now. And he did he move here? So he lives in San Diego. 
Oh. Yeah, he was just playing in a rugby game out there in Australia and then wanted to surprise me and take me to Bali. So I went out there, met the fam, we went to Bali, and then came back. But he lives in San Diego, so we've been doing the semi-long distance thing the whole time. But it works out because I have, like, a great friend group down here. I come down here with Max, like, all the time. We'll carpool together. They're really good friends. You're both Southern California babies then, so you have that totally in common. Yeah, so, and I love San Diego. Like, the last two guys I've dated are from San Diego. So I've always seen myself ending up here. It's weird, though, today because it's like I'm down here with him just for him to get some stuff done at the gym. He has, like, um, to get some workout videos done here. And it's like, but, like, no one's here. And no, nothing's open. And I can't just, like, go to sidebar and get a drink with my friends tonight. So it's like, I don't enjoy it down here as much. Yeah. I like my, my house and my pool and all of that. But it was nice to get out just for 24 hours. We went last night and saw the luminescence, like the red tide, the waves. Have you guys seen it? No. What? Oh, my God. Okay, so we get we go to the beach last night. And there were quite a lot of people there. I was like, mask keep my six feet stay away from me we found like a little spot because you're not really supposed to congregate on the beach right now but they're not closed but this was i've seen the northern lights before which was the coolest thing i've ever seen but this was like the northern lights in water but it was the one of the coolest things i've ever seen and they're only probably going to be here for like a few more days so if you guys get a chance go to the beach i need to look this up yeah are we talking about lights in the water so it's like the plankton it's like every like five to six years Like, Brock has this whole theory because there's, like, less pollution right now and, like, this this whole thing. But it's, I mean, uh, we're, like, what if, like, you know, if the world and, like, air and all that was cleaner? Like, what if we could actually see this all the time, but we just, like, don't? We talk about it all the time. But, of course, we're a bunch of garbage people who are going to go back to factory farming and ruining (laughs) the world. (laughs) <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to. So yeah. tell us, tell us what how how you're doing in quarantining. Like, how are you maintaining the body? Mm. Um, so we've been working <laughs> out together. We we did some live workouts the first couple weeks, but then we realized that it's probably better for our relationship if he doesn't train me because if I don't do something perfect, he gets really frustrated and I have to remind him I'm your girlfriend, not your client. <laughs> so like, please don't speak to me like that. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so I'll just be like, what, what should I do? And then I'll go in the other room and be like, okay, I'm done. What's next? <laughs> so that's been working out well. Was it hard to immediately go into like sequestering together? You weren't already living together, were you? No, but like he would come up to LA one or two days a week. I would go down to San Diego one or two days a week. So we were already used to staying with each other a lot, like our whole relationship. And then coming out to Palm Springs, I mean, it was a little bit of an adjustment at first, there were just a few things that, like, he did that pissed me off or I did that pissed him off. But it was, like, nothing that was that big of a deal. And once we had a conversation about it, everything was fine. We have, like, really good communication, which I don't think I've ever fully had in a relationship where I'm not afraid to speak my mind. And I tell him, you know, like, I'm not so passive. So if something's bothering me, I'll tell him. And we have a conversation about it, like adults. It's actually not been bad. I'm like, we have it pretty clutch where we're in quarantine with the backyard and the pool on a golf course. So oh can't my complain. God. What is the deal with, oh yeah, we were filming on your 30th. We did this after show when you had your 30th. That's yeah. so fucking crazy. That's like how we auditioned. Like our audition was like about your 30th oh, birthday right. party. We had to do oh all my these, God. Yeah, we had to do all these like <laughs> fake interviews afterward and 
That's so crazy. So how, what's the deal with filming with the show? Were you guys filming when all this quarantine mandate went down? No, we wrap in August. So like we do like interviews or pickups like throughout the winter, but not often. But the last one we did was right before I went to London. And that was like the end, towards the end of February. It was like I left like February 25th. So it was like the last week was the last shoot we had. And then um, quarantine went in order like what, two weeks after that. So when do you start, when are you scheduled to start filming? No idea. I mean, we usually are filming like next week or like around mid to end of May through August. But obviously that can't happen right now. Um, I'm from what I'm hearing word around WeHo is places aren't opening up till mid July at the soonest. What? But I don't, what? I don't know if that, that's just what I've heard. Ugh. So in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, we might not be filming till like August, but so this is not- just my theory. Nothing has been confirmed. We're not even officially picked up yet. Wow. I'm just thinking with the way things are, then you got pre-production and contracts and all that shit to work out. We have 72 people on the show now. So <laughs> yeah, tell us about the show. Uh, yeah. So we haven't been watching it. Is there like 900 new cast members? There's literally 19 people doing interviews. Oh, what? Yeah. The show started with six and now there's 19. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. And are they all interesting? Um, some would say no. Mm. I mean, <laughs> but, um, I mean, Max is one of my dearest friends. Like we dated a year and a half ago, but we just became like best friends after, which I love. Cause we also have so many mutual friends and him and Brock are friends. So that's great. Um, Brett did you get is, him on the show, Max? No, he's the general manager of Tom Tom. So he would have been on the show regardless. It just happened that we had a past and that kind of carried over because then one of the new girls he was hooking up with at the beginning of this season, but then that ended. And then Brett, the new guy, um, no one really likes him. Um, I kind of took him under my wing and like befriended him and just tried to help him navigate filming a reality show and everything I told him not to do, he did. And then he talked shit behind my back every chance he got. And every scene with anyone else was, would say the most vague, weird shit to my face, but then the opposite behind my back and like was always like flirty with me. And so I was flirty back, but you only see the one sided flirting. And of course that's mine. Why they're trying, are they trying to make you look like you're just like, horny or what like yeah because i mean yeah i was very single last summer but the guys and i say that plurally who i was seeing at the time (laughs) like didn't want to be on a reality show so it's like i'm like okay well i don't i don't have a guy to film with because and also i don't need one i didn't want to film with one after adam i was like i'm good on the guys like i just want to do me live my best life have a fun sexy single sheena summer but then this Brett guy, they kept pushing on me and I was just like, no, like I've actually learned my lesson from Adam and like, I don't want to ruin another friendship. Like I genuinely value Brett as a friend until I saw all of the shit he talked behind my back. I'm like, wow, people in the real world do this, but then you never even get to see it. Like, what if I never saw this? I would have never known how you actually really felt when I was just trying to fucking help you. And here you are making fun of me every chance you get. I put him in my music video, which just dropped. FYI, it's on my YouTube. Oh. But well, why you was know he what? such a little asshole? Is he just trying to get screen time? 
he just like I don't know who was in his ear about what, but I think he had this idea that he was going to come on the show and every single thing he filmed was going to air and he was going to be shown as he is. And I was trying to explain, I'm like, every scene you film is not making it on the show, dude. Like, you guys are the least important on the show. You'll be on it, but it's not like every single thing you're filming, like, you're the new fucking star. Like, it's not how it works. Yeah, and but you're not going to be he, a three-dimensional character. You're going to be, you're, nobody's going to understand you, you know? Oh, it's no, like, I'm, I'm extremely one-dimensional on the show. It's very frustrating. Yeah. You honestly are one of the most misunderstood people on that show. They definitely don't show how kind and considerate you are. And that's just the name of the game with reality. But I love that this asshole needs to come in like thinking and not listening to you and then talking shit like, fuck you up. He gets fired. Like after I saw the last three episodes recently, I was like, um, babe, I think you need to kick him off your squad. And then I told him the things that he said. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? But that's all uh, discussed at the reunion. So stay tuned. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So how many? How many? <laughs> shows have aired so far so tomorrow is episode 18 and then how many until the reunion um we have two more so the reunion will be three weeks from tomorrow has anyone been has anyone been doing the like um self tape taping like the production doesn't want you guys to like get your iphone out and tape yourself in quarantine and then we're gonna cobble together a fake episode like that um not an episode but there's a montage yes Uh, (laughs) (laughs) now you guys notoriously vanderpump rules is notorious for the viciousness i would say of the audience so you guys have rabid huge fans and then many of them can be really vicious so how has it been like having the show air while in quarantine has it made the audience cooler, nicer? Or are they more hungry more tigers? Yeah. No, they're still dicks. But I think this <laughs> season, even the haters are like, okay, come on, you guys. Like, we, we know there's more to Sheena than this. Like, why are you, like, thinking the audience is stupid? And, like, they don't see right through this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, last week, I'm sitting at the dinner table after Saucy and Bo get engaged, and I'm talking to Nikolai, her, like, 13-year-old brother, who, I mean, I've known since he was, like, six years old, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, you know, when boys hit puberty, you're like, holy shit, like, I saw you two months ago, and now you're almost as tall as me. Yeah. And I was just like, making, what, what do you talk to a teenage boy about like at an engagement dinner so like obviously they sat me next to him they're like oh make small talk and I'm like so do you have a girlfriend how's school playing any sports like what the fuck do you talk to a kid about and they make it look like I'm literally like flirting with him and then take an interview by it where I say well the youngest I would date is 21 because there was a 21 year old I went out with a couple times last summer who I didn't even know was 21 I just knew if you can go to a bar I know you're at least 21 I thought he was older. He wasn't. Nothing ever happened. But I'm just like, yeah, the youngest I've gone out with is 21. But like place it as I'm talking to a teenager as if I'm like interested. I'm like, you're disgusting. Like and the people who actually believed that storyline are even more gross. I'm like, this is a kid I've watched grow up. Like, oh, my God. Like, who doesn't like ask a little boy or a little girl like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Like you tease them. That's normal completely normal so are you feeling like that you're not happy with the edit this time no not at all it's such shit it's just so untrue to like who i really am i'm like yes did i say those things did i do those things absolutely but there was more to the story than that like for example this the new douche on our show (laughs) we're like standing at the pos system and i was saying how like i can't drink or whatever because i'm freezing my eggs and he goes well yeah now you just need some sperm (laughs) and i was like oh are you offering ha ha 
But of course, you don't see him say, now you just need some sperm. So it looks like I go up to him and I'm like, yeah, I'm freezing my eggs. Is this an offer? And I'm like, no, he said the word sperm, which <laughs> triggered me to be like, oh, what are you offering? Like, ew, no. But it's like, and there's just so many of those all season that I'm like, but he said something that made me say that back. Like, I mean, it's, it's a common thing to... For, for them to start to underestimate the audience. The audience is so sophisticated now. They've been watching the show so long, particularly people that watch Bravo. They can yeah. tell when a storyline is fake or produced or, or too produced. I mean, they can tell they're going to, you know, it's not going to make people happy. People would rather just see some like raw, yeah. real shit, even right. if it's totally, you know. And the most frustrating thing is when like I have someone like Lisa telling me how I feel and what I want and like well I know you more than anyone wants a relationship and I'm like but I don't Lisa like I, I, I'm, I'm very happy being single I like showed her like the guy I was talking to and I, it was like I'm like this is like this is my life like I'm here like you know with Brett at Sir or whatever but I'm not interested in him and like I, I'm very happy and content even I'm like you can ask my boyfriend I pushed him away for a solid month because I was like, I don't want a boyfriend right now. Like, I was very just, like, finding myself again. Like, Loki was actually dating a girl, just, like, living my best life. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, but nobody knows this because nobody talks to me about what's going on in my life outside of Sir. I don't even know if you've seen many scenes of me outside of Sir unless it was Jackson Brittany's wedding. Honestly. I really? wear my Sir dress more this season than outside clothes out of any season, I think. Oh, my God. And what, what about them showing you freezing your eggs? Are they showing that? Oh, no. No, that was brushed over. That, Why? Like, literally, like, my doctor's appointment, the phone call, finding out how many eggs I got, none of that you saw. It was just like, oh, I froze my eggs, and then that was it. That is literally three weeks worth of Kardashians. Yeah. They will do yeah. three fucking episodes yeah. on even just how many eggs Chloe has. Yeah. It was just so annoying. frustrating because I'm like, no one is listening to me and no one's believing me. Like, I'm sorry that season five, yeah, I maybe wasn't as honest with everyone about what was actually going on in my marriage because that was my marriage. And as much as obviously I got married on the show, I put it all out there. This is what we signed up for. There were still a couple things that I felt were just kind of like off limits. And like Shay was so uncomfortable with all of this stuff. So I was like trying to protect him while still doing my job. And like, I'm sorry, Lisa, that I lied to you at Tom and Katie's wedding of how happy I was because things weren't great but just because I did that four fucking years ago like or yeah four years ago I'm like that doesn't mean that what I'm saying now isn't true like I lived in Vegas for six months I've done so much in the last two years since Rob that has made me grow so much as a person even since Adam but like no one believed that and why would it be interesting to tell the story that Sheena's learned her lessons and grown Nope, it's just doing the same thing, different guy. And I was like, you have no idea how many times I, like, refused. And I was just like, you guys, I do not like Brett like that. Like, yes, yeah, he good looking? I'm like, I made the mistake of saying, you know, we want a lot of, like, the same things in life. So, like, who knows? Maybe one day we're, like, those best friends who fall in love. Like, maybe one day. But, like, right now, like, I'm good. Like, and I just, like, was saying that so everyone would just shut the fuck up because everyone was pushing him on me. And I'm like, no. I'm like, now is not the right time for either of us. Like, I don't want to date him. But then I guess he took me saying that as, like, oh, I want to save you for me for later and don't date any of my friends. And I'm like, no. Oh, no, that actually. was the issue. That's why he was talking yeah. shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, and then he like said that I was like telling him to like pretend we had a future and all of these things. And I'm like, Brett, where were you when we were having these conversations? That is not what I ever said. 
Like, it just, it's just so frustrating. Cause I'm like, all I did was be a good friend to you. And all you've done is just made me look like a complete moron. And what's going on with, with the other fights? Have you been staying neutral or have you been taking sides? Um, there are sides to be taken with situations. However, like I'm in a good place with everyone right now, which is odd. Um, but there's like, you know, Tom or Jax, Kristen or Stassi and Katie. So like, if there's a side to take in a conversation or a disagreement, like I, I would, but I think overall, um, I'm pretty neutral. So have you been like being supportive of Kristen since they're sort of like over her? Oh yeah. I'm, I think it's even made us closer and I will say, I think she's like, she's thriving right now. Like I really think she's doing the best she's ever done. And you know, maybe she just kind of needed to sneak away from that friendship to kind of find herself again. Cause I think she got very lost in just pleasing them all the time and making sure everything was taken care of. And like, that's not necessarily her job. Before we let you go, are you were obviously a huge traveler? That's one thing, like the probably the biggest traveler on that show. Is yeah. That, is, is the CV going to affect your traveling? Like when this is all said and done, are you going to go back to it? Or do you think you're going to be a little more cautious about traveling? Um, I mean, I'll definitely take more precautions, I think. And I already was starting to do that. Like when I went to Toronto and London, wiped down, you know, the seats and the tray tables and all of that mask, um, antibacterial. Like, I think I'll just be more conscientious of doing that all of the time, but it's not going to stop me completely from like planning a trip, you know, later this year, going back to see Brock's family. Like we're still going to travel, but I think we'll just be a lot more careful and maybe not do it as often for now. Do you know anyone that's gotten, that's gotten the CV? Um, a few of my friends are convinced that they had it, but <laughs> they were told when they went to the doctor that they were young and healthy and they weren't going to test them on it. Mm. Um, oh, okay. So they weren't even given a test, but they think no. that they felt like shit. Yeah. Like every symptom. Um, um my friend Jennifer Aiden, she's one of the new Real Housewives of New Jersey. She had it. Well, <gasps> Sheena, we're here for you to film when you guys go back. We'll be, Thank we'll, you. We'll, come, we'll throw drinks in each other's faces and get in <laughs> yes. fights for you. <laughs> And be like anything you need, you know what I mean? To get yeah, yeah. love that. Tell anything. anything. Fucking, I'll, we'll go in. I'll be the muscle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything. So tell our fourteen listeners where they can find your new music video yes. and everywhere you want them to like follow you on social media and stuff. Everything is at Sheena S C H E A N A. Same with YouTube.com slash Sheena, and yeah, that's where you really see like the real. Me, thank you for doing our stupid fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, Any time, I love you guys. You always make me laugh. Now it's time for so there's that. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the giant zombie pandemic nightmare that we are all living in right now. This segment is 
hard for Julie on a regular day. <laughs> but it's so impossible now that we're about to say fuck it and replace it permanently with a new segment called Is This a Mosquito Bite or Zit on the Back of My Neck? <laughs> I know as of 1 a.m. last night, we were playing Limbo on PS4 that she still didn't have it. But tell us, Meow Meow, were you able to pull a so there's that out of your ass? Or would you rather just look at this thing on the back of my neck? Uh, I'd rather look at the thing on the back of your neck, quite honestly. <laughs> so, all right. Look, I'm going to go ahead and double down on what we started talking about earlier. Do you hear this? Boop, 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 boop. Yeet, click. That's me hanging up on coronavirus exactly and looks like most of the country has too (laughs) now as much as i think the huge protests are gross and people brandishing guns and signs that professing that the government can't tell them what to do is just misguided disturbing especially when you see and hear people screaming about they're being treated worse than people during the holocaust oh my god and carrying confederate flags and swastikas it's just i can't okay on the other hand it's a wrap on shelter and stay. Corona is here to stay. It's here. We have to live with it. Let's get on to living. I am proud to say our fair state of California will slowly start opening up on Friday. Our- and that did have something to do with the protesters. And I know the protesters are gross. I know they are. And I know Corona is turning me into a disgusting Republican, too. And I feel bad for that. And I will kill myself. But they are gross and the way they're doing it is gross. I think the thing is, is that for a lot of people and you can raise your tiny little useless arm, fucking people who needed the goddamn unemployment or people who needed that stimulus check didn't get it. That is true. And it's like, that's when you go, you're going to tell me to stay at home. You're going to pay me to stay at home. Right. People who needed that money didn't fucking get it. I feel bad for people, man. It's like, you know, you didn't get unemployment. I did not. And I do (sighs) feel bad for people, too. I don't feel bad for people who carry guns and hold up Confederate flags. You can go die. No. Were they holding up Confederate flags? That's what I'm saying. Yes. So why would they hold that up at a protest? Exactly. Because of your freedom, your freedom. You're so concerned about your fucking freedom. And it's like, that's not what this is about. Why not just hold up a regular flag? Yeah, exactly. Why Why not not just peaceful protests like I'm sure they did in San Francisco and the OC, which is what I was talking about. Hold a sign that says, freeze my rent. Yeah. Where they hold Confederate flags? Fucking Kentucky? Yeah, or Oklahoma or wherever. Well, our very liberal yet very slimy looking governor has officially given (laughs) his statement. And honestly, I liked it. It felt like when my dad told me stuff, I felt safe, but then he'd get mad and I felt unsafe. But everything always turned (laughs) out. Like with me. Yeah, that's right. But everything always turned out okay. Even when it got bad. And that's how it feels right now. As we prepare to sit in traffic again, we are now. Do you re- think he looks slimy because he has makeup on and I veneers? I think he looks slimy because he slicks his hair back. Oh, okay. I think he looks slimy because he fucked um, Kimberly Guilfoyle, the whore. Also a thing. Okay. Also a thing. Um, <laughs> we are now ready to move into phase two of COVID Corona and mindfully open up some shit with modifications, of course. Now, Maybe he can't get his hair cut because we can't get our hair cut and he's trying to be like, I won't get my hair cut either, guys. I, he's that's just his been his look oh it's just too it's like wet looking i'm and, gonna message know. him that he shouldn't slick his hair back okay then. good okay that'll that's good <laughs> now every state is doing it differently and apparently oklahoma had to succumb to their militia style mob mentality where i guess the answer to being told you can't come into the store without a mask is to get shot in the head i'm sorry the fact that they had one of the biggest fucking race massacres in the history of america and they covered it up they covered it up. Nobody even knows that. Nobody even knows that. No. You better be fucking embarrassed. How dare you show up with a mil- How 
fucking day. they actually the people that showed up probably don't even know because they hit it so well yeah like oklahoma buried that shit yep. but we know now we know now we know now and it's not cute and it's not a good look and oklahoma owes fucking the country an apology for that that is disgusting yep. and then you show up and act like that yeah i am offended that they called <laughs> i am offended that they called look up that race massacre as mammy told me about it it was in the watchman the watchman and then she told me that shit was true and i said no way i know and i didn't know i had to look it up i was like is this real and the fucking shit is real it's absolutely absolutely unbelievable it's unbelievable unbelievable and never prosecuted never no one ever got in trouble they need to take every they need to take their tax money oklahoma you fuck and pay reparations to every person in oklahoma that had a relative in that every black person in oklahoma period that's a resident of that state it's already unfortunate they have to fucking live there and fight the good fight you owe them some (laughs) fucking reparations that i cannot believe that, that that those are the people that carried the guns was oklahoma i can't believe it yeah well, that was why. that was just one. I don't know. Why Michigan, was, also Michigan. Oh, Michigan. That's what I thought. Right. Oklahoma was like a whole. Oklahoma was on a whole other level. This was a very an incident. One guy shot one other guy. Like literally, a guy shot a security guard in the head because he told him that he couldn't come to the store without a mask. Like, and the guy die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, because why though? But why? Why would one do that? Oh, because you know Second Amendment. Because I know when I. I'm told I can't enter a store because I'm being utterly disrespectful and tone deaf and selfish. I need to defend myself and shoot someone in the head who is just trying to do their stupid minimum wage job. Don't tread on me, man. That's what guns are for. We didn't gain independence from England to be told to put a mask on at the dollar store. And yet here we are. Here we are at the crossroads of the opening. Then that'll turn me back Democrat. (laughs) That's right. And I am a titter with excitement, dread, curiosity, anxiety, but also relief. What's going to happen? Corona isn't going to go away. Mm-mm. And now we have a choice to make. Get out and face the bacteria or stay home and live inside a bubble. We know Where I'm slowly going insane or quickly <laughs> going insane. Yeah. People are going to go crazy. They need to get out. We know there's not enough tests. We know there's not enough masks. We know there's not enough gloves. We know there's not enough breathing we know there's not enough ventilators for the entire planet china's wet markets are disgusting trump is trying to hold on to his monarchy and between him and mitch mcconnell they'll do anything to retain their power factory farming is literally the root of all evil and we've reached a crossroads where the writing is literally on the wall now as we know some governors have chosen to be defiant and have used this as a calling card for american liberty freedom and being on the side of the worker Old people be damned. Some governors have taken the safe route and are forcing everyone to still stay home, but not pay them any money. (sighs) But this week, Governor Newsom took his slick hair along with other governors and they're opening the blinds slowly and they're saying, open the window, step outside and start to live life again. Governor Newsom gave a very safe and nice little briefing a few days ago telling us that our state of California would reopen Friday for phase two of Corona the 13th. I thought it was phase one. Oh, we're going past phase one. Did I say phase one? I meant phase two. No, I thought we were in phase one because I thought now we are, but we're going into phase two. Oh, but I thought phase two is when I can go to the hair salon. That's phase three. (laughs) That is phase three. (laughs) Now we will be able to open retail and food, but you can't sit down anywhere and you can't get your hair done yet. Okay, because that's another phase. Now, I'm not mad. 
I like a middle ground. I appreciate his slow and steady leadership along with the sign interpreter and the slideshow that followed. And he also he opened it much earlier than than projections and he he was he was open to He's open to change. He was open to be hearing new. Right. He was, when since somebody at Georgia was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and was, he was like, all right, let's get it going. Let's go. Because you can't afford to pay everyone unemployment, Gavin. No. You didn't freeze rents, Gavin. Nope. So we're all still having to pay rent and mortgage and whatever. So because mortgages and rents and unemployment and we're not, we can't make money, we got to fucking go to work. Like, sorry, but we do. And I just want to say that in this entire pandemic casserole, Everyone was right and everyone was wrong. We needed to stay home for a while so the scientists could figure out some shit. Hospitals need to get their ventilators and beds figured out. And we needed to get a little handle on what the situation is. We also need a cure, medication to manage this virus. Hospitals need to seriously rethink their intake protocols and occupancy for a pandemic. A total shift in our human consciousness. We have to go green right now and factory farming. And I want to say to the woman I met in line at Ralph's who won't get her cats fixed and is now sitting on an extra litter of five kittens. You're an asshole, miss. And let's stop overpopulating the earth with pets. You will eventually give away or kill people. You will eventually give away or kill. There's too many of them too many of us and not enough bleach for everyone and we needed a rent freeze <laughs> and we need a rent we freeze. needed a rent freeze if we needed to stay home then we needed to not have to pay our bills for those of us or those of you that couldn't work we shouldn't have to fucking pay our mortgage and our rent if we can't still earn money because we are forced to stay home there's probably more questions than answers at this point. Corona fucking sucks. People are dying. People are living. And hopefully if we're respectful and careful and thoughtful, we'll be able to get back to life with a new virus that we, let's be honest, created from our hubris and lack of respect for our environment and each other. And we need to live with the consequences of our actions and lack of acting. So perhaps this reopening will be just the beginning of a fresh new start and direction. I'm optimistically looking forward to getting on the road, forgetting how to drive, wondering how my rent will get paid, and not wearing a mask to the dollar store. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Quarantine Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all so much and we're so grateful for all 14 of you. Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. They're both an hour and lately they've been a hot fucking mess because we aren't allowed to leave the fucking house. <laughs> but hey, there's no politics, no ads, no Trump, no stress, and best of all, no constant pressure to join the Patreon if nothing else, you'll be distracted from your own life thinking how annoying and insufferable and basic we are. <laughs> Just go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics to sign up. And if you're still on the fence when you get there, scroll down to the episode from September 11th. It's unlocked and free for you to try out. There's also an unlocked one from earlier in 2019 called No Shirts Off in My Class, Sir, Please. If you feel like you still can't come in. But come on, give it a try. You know you want to. There's a whole catalog of messy, random podcasts just waiting to hang out with your ear holes. And you'll always have a special place in our hearts for being a part of the dumb gay pandemic known as our Patreon. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Sheena Shay. Sheena Shay. Sheena Shay. 
How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Sign. You look like you're both pretty grooving Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry Right We'll just say where we are Then go back to the car We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual... Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night Or maybe a bite Night I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 